Hey, 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 it's a true story. Chris, you uh, have a story that you just pulled off the wire about the TTC and Budweiser. Do tell. Yeah, well, uh, apparently, uh, the uh, you've probably seen it advertised. This is the black and white can. This is the Budweiser Prohibition uh, brew. This is the near beer okay. that they've put out, uh, and it's 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 weird. I've actually seen it come out. I saw someone drinking it. What's a near, a near beer? beer. It is a non-alcoholic beer. Oh, they're calling it near so beer it now, so like, it sounds better. It's always been called near beer, hasn't really? it? Really? I don't know. Oh. But it's been it's. Uh, the, 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 I like the branding of this prohibition brew, so mm. you're not allowed to drink. So sure, gonna, sounds so, fancy. So I uh, I was at a New Year's party uh, when people were drinking this because they were the designated drivers, and they said, "Hey, I don't want to get all hopped up on Coca-Cola." I want to, I, I, if you're not used to drinking pop all the time, but you want to be standing around and having a good time with people, they're drinking yeah. non-alcoholic beer. And I, I don't know if it's become more popular, but the, they're definitely marketing it and trying to push it a lot more. But news from the TTC this afternoon is that they have banned it. So you're not allowed to drink you? non-alcoholic beer on the job if you work for the TTC. Oh, well, I get that. <laughs> yeah. I get that because so, it looks like you're drinking. Because it looks bad. So Brad Ross told the Toronto Sun uh, that products that imitate impairing substances can raise public concern if TTC employees are seen consuming such products. These products can uh, give the rise to investigations under the TTC's fitness for duty policy, and they can smell and look like traditional alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. So I think the smell is one part of it too. You don't want no. like if you're. It's one thing if you're uh, holding that black and white can and it's clearly non-alcoholic, but you don't want to be talking to a, a, a TTC bus driver and they've got the smell sure. of beer on their breath if it if it does in fact taste like beer. I, I haven't tried it. I've heard it has a bit of a Bud Light sort of taste to it. Mm, but so it tastes delicious. It tastes not. bubbly and... Uh, wow. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's interesting that they would ban it. I, I thought you were talking about for people just getting on because no, I'm no, like, no, how this, could they yeah. ban that? If I want to oh, go yeah. crack one on the TTC, I'm cracking it. No, but uh, yeah, that so, so that's I found it interesting that it was even something that needed to be addressed. Well, there clearly was somebody that was deciding to thumb their nose at management and drink that just to well, because they are going to hey, do the random drug testing, right? Yeah, someone probably so thought, hey, I, li- thought, I, I like drinking my beer, yeah. and this is how I'm going to this is how I'm going to deal with it. You know, uh, speaking of uh, beer, and we'll get into other. Uh, you know, things that can have an effect on your state. How about weed? I don't know if you heard about this. Days after a prankster scaled a fence and altered the iconic Hollywood sign to read Hollyweed. Hooray for Hollywood. You may be homely in your neighborhood. The agency maintains and secures that landmark and says that it will be exploring boosting security. Give me a break. It's. I thought it was a great... Uh, I woke up New Year's Day and I, I laughed at the fact that someone had changed the Hollywood sign to Hollyweed. They used giant tarps to turn uh, two of the iconic uh, signs O's into E's. Happened sometime around New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And they know that the prankster was dressed in black because they have security cameras all over the place. They could face a misdemeanor trespassing charge. But uh, word is the prank may have been a nod to California voters' approval in November of the Proposition 64, which legalized recreational marijuana beginning in 2018. And, Chris, this isn't the first time it happened. 41 years earlier to the day, January 1st, 1976, a college student similarly altered the sign using curtains to make it read Hollyweed. And, uh, so it's not... They did it's it. It's not even original. No. 
But it, this also coincided with the first day that California classified possession of up to one ounce of marijuana as a misdemeanor rather than a felony. See, now, I, what I like about what this guy did is that he didn't... Cheeky. He didn't do any damage. No. Because if he had to use paint or cut the sign or did, did, did like something that was going to cause irreparable damage to the sign or expensive repairs to the sign, it would be okay. But there's a guy, Zach Fernandez, mm-hmm. who's uh, claiming responsibility. He goes uh, by the name Jesus Hands on social media. Jesus hands. Jesus hands. Hmm. Uh, Hand of God is the guy who's uh, telling the internet that he's the one who did it. Have you ever been to Japan? I have not been to Japan. I'd love to go to Japan, but I'm afraid of Godzilla. (laughs) It's a freaky place. Uh, You know, I only say that because I know that they do sell uh, used underwear in uh, vending machines on the street. If you care to get one, you can. Uh, If you have the cash to put in the vending machine. Uh, or the card. I guess it's not even cash anymore. It's just your card, probably. Uh, but this is uh, this is so Japanese a story. They have Japanese restaurant uh, restrooms at uh, one of uh, Japan's telecom giants. They've installed smartphone wipes in restrooms at Tokyo's uh, Narita International Airport. And uh, the company said the wipes will be in some of the bathrooms until March 15th. This is toilet paper beside the toilet paper, but it's for your cell phone. So you can clean it up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have read a lot about cell phone culture in Japan, and apparently they don't sell any phones that aren't waterproof in Japan. So if, uh, every every manufacturer makes a waterproof version of their phone to sell to the Japanese market because— Is that because it's falling in the toilet? Not because it falls in the toilet, but because the cell phone culture is so prevalent that they— Bring it into the shower with them. No. Now, that is what I've read. Come on. I, 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 I've not been in the shower with a Japanese person to find out whether or not they've got a cell phone with them. I'm sure Canadian, I, I'm sure there's a lot of Canadian people who bring cell phones into the shower with them too. But apparently, this is so much in the demand that a Japanese consumer will not buy a phone that's not waterproof because, well, I've got to take it into the shower. That's so bizarre. Well, these, uh, these uh, smartphone toilet paper is how they're marketing it. Uh, they are, I guess, they have a nece- they have a need because uh, poop germs. They found them on cell phones that have been randomly tested. Mm-hmm. You know, a University of Arizona study found that phones are ten times germier than a typical toilet seat. Mm, I gotta go clean my. You phone. put that near your face every day, and you touch it with your hands. That is absolutely disgusting. Anyways, you can wipe your uh, privates, and you can wipe your cell phone. If you're at the airport in Tokyo, it's good to know. It's you know, we we talk about important things on the show.